and every last one of you all for tuning in. Let's go. Let's get it. We're going to talk about C.D. Lamb. Of course, we're going to talk about the information that rules the nation over here in Cowboys country as it relates to the OTA's news and notes. Let's go. Be sure on your way in to share this with a friend. Let's go. As the room fill up, shout out to all of the HBO, the SGs. That's the share gang out there. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. You can also hear this episode and play it back on iTunes, Spotify, as well as the Roku devices. Let's go. Shout out to Cowboys Experience. We have the first two home games. And I would love to see y'all beautiful faces out there at the home games. Let's support the nation. Get out there and mix and mingle with some of the legends. The great with Cowboys Experience. Go to CowboysExperience.com to purchase your tickets. Don't meet me there, beat me there type of group. I promise you, you will enjoy I guarantee. Let's go. I really do. I guarantee. <laughs> they say really ain't no party like a cowboy party. Turn me up. Yeah. The grind for your mind. Yeah. What's up, everybody? What's good, the audio straight? I forgot to do that check. I forgot to check. Let me know in the comment box if the audio is straight. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. The name is Law Nation. We're going to talk about what's going on in Cowboys land. Uh, it, it is one of those things Whereas we look back, and this was the official OTA day that they allowed the media to come to and, and attend or what have you we had great time out there earlier uh, uh being able to see everything and, and hoping that this team can still bring that level of tenacity uh i did a video late last night and i showed you guys some of the clips of some of the things that the cowboys were doing out there shout out to them let me see if i can put it out there again and shout out to everybody it's important in this drill strike let me mute myself on that it, and you guys can see that, yeah, that's the front. That's the defensive front, the core. You always got to get those boys there. You see 92. You see Basham. That's 56. That's Fowler. And that's my guy Parsons. And that's LVE. So those boys, they did their thing. Shout out to them uh, for being out there and doing their magic, Cowboy Nation. And we love seeing that, right? But that's not the end of it all, right? The Dallas Cowboys, we got high hopes for my guy. C.D. Lamb, who will be presented to being the number one wide receiver for the Cowboys. And I must tell you guys, being the number one wide receiver is, is a difficult situation. We've seen that happen with my guy, Des Bryant, right? His third year, he was thrusted into being the number one wide receiver. That was his first year gathering uh, over 1,000 yards. I think that was his first year being healthy. 
He had a lot on the table. He had a veteran-savvy quarterback throwing him the ball, and he hit double-digit touchdowns in his first year ever, in his third year. That was his first year doing that in his third year. So we do know that, you know, as you get older in this game, responsibilities and opportunities get bigger, right? So do C.D. Lamb possess those type of traits? Who knows, right? (laughs) But we got to sit back and wait because this is the thing. The Dallas Cowboys must, must get back to getting to the playoffs. That's the number one goal is getting to the playoffs. And how you do that is winning your regular season games. And then we can make the justifications. Okay? And there's old Washington. He's in a boot. So uh, I don't know what happened to his left leg, but he he was in a boot. And these are some of the pitchers. And shout out to John Mishota for these beautiful uh, display of pitchers. Shout out to him. And that's Law and, of course, Sam. And, of course, Jalen Tolbert. He's working the court. Normally you work the court when something's stiff on you or you're trying to recover and you don't want to overexert yourself. And Ezekiel Elliott is watching from the sideline. Whereas we can talk about that, that most people will say, hey, can he stay on the sidelines and elevate, dare I say, Tony Pollard to that role of being the number one running back? A lot of things is going on right now, Cowboy Nation, believe it or not, like Ripley's. Uh, Sam look bigger than D-Law. I think he is. Sure, there's no... Uh, for for once, when you look at Sam versus D-Law, you know, from a side-by-side perspective, right, when you start saying to yourself, yeah, D-Law's quick, but that Sam Williams is, is, is a big boy too. And, and this is the thing, Cowboy Nation, D-Dallas Cowboys must, and I'm saying this casually, they must have this defense working. They must have this defense grinding. This defense got to keep it up. This defense is everything. That's the way I look at it, and that's the way I perceive it to be. It must be on the defense to keep things afloat. And Dallas Cowboys, there should be zero excuses. Not two or three, zero. And the Cowboys' defense must be that situation whereas they bring the thunder. They bring everything that's hype about this team. Because if not, if not, then we're going to be falling into that trap. Yeah, you can see that Sam, he, he, his arm look bigger than D-Law's. He, I think he's a little taller. And we all know that Sam, of course, is faster. But what Sam got to get together, hand technique, rip, disengage, get skinny, get upfield, right? Right? A lot of comps this year. Yeah, Jay Lombardi, you're right. A lot of it. So, and it's a lot of responsibilities this year as well. It is. It's a lot of it. And when we think about it, it's a lot of stuff that we must do in order to get back to things in the right graces. And speaking of that, Cowboy Nation, we need a breakout secret weapon. <laughs> it's just, look. And shout out to you, uh, Brandon. Thank you so much, Brenda. Thank you so much for jumping in. Uh, Here's the secret weapon for the Cowboys. 
here's the secret weapon. Utilize Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott on the field. Give Tony some touches. Don't 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 end the game with, hey, look at the uh, report, and you're seeing three touches from Tony. We shouldn't see that. We shouldn't be around here saying, okay, Tony, he only got three touches. He's the most explosive player on his team right now. Unless we have someone that's undrafted to show us something that we were like, hey, what happened to that kid? Why he wasn't drafted? Unless one of these undrafted, or it could be Jalen Tolbert. It flat out could be. Although he he was working the courts today, and and this is the thing with with the uh, Jalen Tober, don't put too much on the kid's plate right now. Don't do that. No, 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 no. So in the past two seasons, we talking about touches, right? And Ezekiel Elliott had eighteen point one touches, juxtaposed to Tony Pollard nine point six. Scrimmage yards, of course, 81.4, and then you get half of that, a little over half of that with Tony Pollard. Total touchdowns is 24 Ezekiel Elliott and 7 for Tony Pollard. Do this mean a lot? No, it don't mean a lot. But what I'm trying to say is if you learn to utilize both of those guys and maximize their potentials, then the world in the sky it shouldn't even be the limit, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, but here's my guy. Lord says, yeah, but law, let's not overuse them. That's how you, that's how they get hurt. You one million percent, right? Marcel or, or Marcel, appreciate you. You're right. You don't want to overuse those guys. You don't. And when we look at everything, uh, let's talk about. Before we go further into this, I really appreciate everybody. Shout out to you, see next. You didn't miss much, man. You can watch the rest on Rewind for your mind. You know, you can catch back up. But here's what I want to say here. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick. Here is one of the guys, the undrafted guys, and his name is Marquise Bell. Uh, according to Michael Gelkin, uh, he pretty much continued out his drill, and he was near the goal line. And he returned one for a touchdown in the final full speed play of practice. And uh, I, there's a real chance that Marquise Bell can make this team. And that's according to Michael Gelkin. He looked pretty good because he jumped a route and he caught the interception for a pick six. I wish we were able to see that. Now, for those who are out there saying, hey, the Cowboys exposed too much and show too much. According to the news and information that's out there on the streets, that the media now is not allowed to share anything live when they are out there in practice. Okay? Uh, Of course, the other news, Kelvin Joseph practiced today, and he's still subject to NFL personal conduct policy, meaning that it could be a possible suspension which I believe uh, he probably will not, right? And, of course, course, according to the March 18th homicide, Joseph had been in full practice since then. Didn't miss a practice. 
somebody can argue that Kevin Joseph, that's Kevin Joseph in his new number, by the way, number one. Somebody can argue that he is now scared straight, you know. So, but that's another story in a conversation for another time. But uh, Cowboy Nation, he's been at practice according to the information that's out there. And this is another illustration of Kelvin Joseph. Outside of his legal ramifications, he by far could be your quote-unquote second-best cornerback on this team. There have been reports that he ran a 4-2-9 in his pro day. That's really fast. I just put him right at a 4-3 guy, right? And he's physical, he's long, and on top of that, you know, he he is a boundary type or style of DB, and we will find out down the line what will happen. But the NFL will have to do a lot of research to 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 bring about to whether or not they will suspend him due to the conduct unbecoming of the policy rule because there are other people that got into situations that never got suspended. So that's just that, you know, but right beside him, right behind him, I believe that's Nashawn Wright, you know, right behind him. The, the, the dude that's six foot four, he looks every bit of it. He's a long physical corner as well. And Nashawn Wright could fight for that outside corner role if they do not decide, if they do not give it to Anthony Brown, who had a decent year last year, right? But that's the story of a different day, Cowboy Nation. As we look at this, we have here, um, we, we, we know of the news that Tyron Smith, he didn't practice today or what have you, or 10. Of course, Gallup, he's out, right? And then you have Jabril Cox, who's, uh, who's still cup recovering. Rico Dottle is still recovering, by the way, with his hip. And you have in this picture Jaquan. I think that's Jaquan Hardy, you know, in this picture right here. And uh, I don't know who is that guy up front. I, I don't have a clear indications of what he put down. But let's keep moving right here with the photos. Lindstrom, one can argue and say that Lindstrom, let me see, I got some news right here that just reported up on my end by Calvin Watkins. So, so appreciate you guys for your patience. Let me read this. Calvin Watkins just tweeted out and said that, James Washington. Let me just see if I can pull this up. Yeah, I appreciate everybody for jumping in. Uh, just pay attention to Lindstrom right quick while I pull up this tweet because my indicator is on and I got to read this one. So bear with me, Calvin Watkins. <laughs> Calvin Watkins. Let's see what he's talking about. Uh huh. Bam. And y'all, you guys give me one second. Really appreciate your patience here with me. Uh-oh, y'all saw me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get this right here. Bam, get out the way. Let me make the room neat. Bam. Boom, boom, bam, boom, boom. <laughs> boom, bada, bam, baby. <laughs> All right, James Washington, you know, said he wouldn't get into specifics about why he's wearing the protective boot, but indicates that he should be okay for mandatory minicamp, which is in two weeks. Why you got the boot on, man? What happened? You, you slipped off the horse, you know? <laughs> Why you got that boot on, bro? 
But, you know, it is what it is at this point. And I I guess I guess he want to make sure that he's okay. And that's just the reason. So that was the news that, that, that hit my airway right quick. So let me hit this and we're going we're gonna to retweet it. So shout out to them. So he got the boot on. When is training camp in Oxnard? They have not released the official dates right now. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Sharp says, uh, yeah, yeah, so he rehabbing. Yeah, and the phone lines is open too, by the way. So if you guys want to jump in for a quick conversation, let me know. For a quick one. <laughs> Not co-host the show, but for a quick conversation, jump in. All right, so let's go back to Landstrom. And it appears that him and good old Iron Mike McCarthy, they're having a good conversation. Who's in favor? Appreciate you, Pat. Who's in favor of Lindstrom? Let me know. Let me know. Because I, I believe that there should be a situation and scenario that those boys should battle out and fight for that role, right? And he's crying. What's going on with him? Who is 51? Devontae Bond. Uh, let's see. Devontae Bond exit with a knee injury. So we have an injury guy. Devontae Bond, that's the guy. And Osa Adigi Azua, he got injured. Quad contusion. Man, they must was they must was fighting at practice today, you know? <laughs> oh, he must have eaten too much oodles and noodles. So this is the this is Devontae Bond, number 51. If you need some insights on him, I did a quick mini film review on him last season when we picked him up kind of like midway, and he got his head down. Pick that head up, bro. That knee going to be all right. You walking off at your own power. Pick that head up, man. And that's Devontae Bond right there. Uh, he had knee issues or what have you today at practice. Pick that head up. And there you go, James Washington. And let me see if I can show you guys the boot. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. Here we go. That's the boot. He said, according to James Washington, it's just a precautionary, and he will be ready in two weeks. So um, maybe he twists up his ankle. I don't know. You know, He was riding the horses or something like that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, shout out to you, to you guys. I don't know. You know, we, we'll find out later. And this is the Jalen Tolberts of the world, right? Let me slide up a little bit. And he's working the chords. He's working the chords. So he was out there around draft pick. And Britt Brown, he, he's going to work with him. A lot of times people fail to realize that let me see what we got. I got another news right here. Let me see what we got over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So hold on. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull this up. I appreciate you guys. I got another news to be released right quick. So let me see. Uh-huh. I love it when it, boy, they, they hot today, boy. Let's see what we have here. Bam. All right, so according to Michael Gelkin, Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had wide receiver CeeDee Lamb's locker room to be moved a few spots down this offseason. 
No. So Dak just said, hey, I'm in control of this locker room. I can tell where you guys can have your locker at. That's some power right there, baby. <laughs> now, it's directly adjacent to his own. He is the, he is the, he's the guy just being young. Hopefully, he's my receiver until I'm done playing. Just being able to bring him closer, more conversation, and just to be close to you, Lamb. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Dak Prescott said, Look, hey, move, move CD Lamb locker adjacent to mine. I want to be close to my number one wide receiver. And uh, I get it, right? <laughs> it, it, it is what it is, you know. When you have the wide receiver on your team, you want to have the ability to have the small things, the small things, the small conversations, right? That I want my wide receiver to be close to me. So when I'm making an adjustment, when I'm changing up a play or a situation and scenario, I want my lamb to be the first to know, not the fourth or the fifth to know. I want lamb to be on the same page as me. So that's good. And that's some good power. Let me let me retweet this one. Let me retweet that one. So so you guys be sure to check out Michael Gelkin and uh, Big Trust, right? <laughs> Jay Lombardi, Trust 88 Facts. Yeah, appreciate y'all, man. Dawson, thank you for jumping in. Appreciate everybody for being part of this. So, let me see. And, of course, they are talking about the classroom shootings and everything like that. Let me know if they have a live press conference. Let me know in the chat. I know you guys uh, may be uh, having notifications turned on for Cowboys.com. Let me know. Um <clears throat> Yeah, John Mishota do have picks of Dak Prescott. You're right, you know. John Mishota is the man. He the man. John Mishota is the man. Speaking of Dak Prescott, let's 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 flip around to the Dak Prescott situation as we talk about this, Cowboy Nation. And here we go. This Dak Prescott directing. And Ezekiel got a new helmet, by the way. You know, you know, so uh we'll be looking at all of this in Dak Prescott directing the troops or what have you. And it's good for show of hands for the people that's watching right now. <laughs> if you guys like the notion, the ideal that the Cowboys public PA said, you know, um, we don't, we don't public relations. I meant to say PR department PR said, we don't want you, you reporters tweeting anything out live right we don't want the the news to be spreaded amongst everyone we don't want stuff to be leaked out so we're going to grant you permission to be here right we grant you the permission to be here but we're going to put the booty in there you can't you can't do videos live or, or tweeting it is out. Let me know if you guys like that, you know, coming from uh, what we used to do in the past, whereas everything, everything used to be leaked out, right? Everything. And that's just how it goes. So, of course, 
This was Ezekiel Elliott. This is from Michael Gelkin's report. And this was pre Ezekiel Elliott before he had his PCL tear. It looks as if, though, like I said, and I showed you guys clips like this before, that he had a lot of spring. He had a lot of pop to his run. And, of course, he still got caught on a good angle right there. Shout out to that DB, though. But you want to be able to do those springs, those jump cuts, right, and run with authority. And what I want – see that? Yeah, yeah. It says, it says if you go back and watch that play <laughs> – <laughs> Go back and watch this play. Hold on. It's a long, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't mean a thing. What? It means something right here. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it means something on that play. But, Cowboy Nation, I, I want you guys to understand that, you know, uh, it is what it is as we look at all of these photos again. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys looks like they're heading in the right direction. And, of course, if if Ezekiel Elliott can remain healthy, then we are in the perfect place right now, Cowboy Nation. And let me go back to here. That's Ezekiel Elliott, new helmet. Shout out to John Mishota once again. <laughs> it must pay off. Yeah, yeah, you remember that dude? <laughs> Boy, them boys don't have nothing on him, man. You know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Y'all, you guys okay with me, right? Zeke is back. This is new helmet. Kind of like the helmet I got over here. I got the same helmet, Zeke, by the time you caught up with me. <laughs> Just playing with Zeke. Yo, Elliot, you know. Um, and, of course, this is the side-by-side -side that you guys were looking for, right? The side-by-side. -side. They they standing shoulder to shoulder. D Law look like he's more solid, and he look like he more in shape though. Sam Sam got that little <laughs> that little belly right there. They're gonna melt off in a couple of. They're gonna melt off in a couple of months. I promise you. Watch, we are gonna go back and look at this picture. It's gonna be flat just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. He gonna melt off a little bit, man. Watch, watch. That that's gonna sink right on in. We're gonna review this picture. And when that heat when that heat happened, they can't wait to get out there to Oxnard. And that Oxnard is like a tricky weather. <laughs> if if you guys going out to Oxnard, let me just tell you guys this right quick. If you guys going out to Oxnard, it's tricky. It's hot and cold. At night, it gets super cold. Through the day, it's, it's like really hot on the morning. The morning practice is hot. Mid-practice, it gets start getting cool. But you guys know, shout out to everybody that's, that, that's from Cali. It's just weird weather out there to me. It's like you be like chilling, you're cooling, you think you can wear your short sleeves and everything. And I will never forget my first time out there in Oxnard. Let me tell you a true story, true story. I was out there at Oxnard. And my guy Shango hit me up, and he was like, "Hey, hey, law, just uh, just come on in. I'll be sitting in the first section to your right. When you come up, I'll be on the bleachers first section to the right. This is the best section." I said, "Okay, cool." 
I grab all of my luggage, my materials and everything. I'm walking up thinking I'm bad. I'm in Cali weather. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I come all the way up with all of my equipment. And then Shango said, hey, uh, Law, you don't have a jacket? I said, man, Shango, you see how hot it is out here? I'm sweating. My sweat is sweating right now. He said, just, j- j- just relax for a second. Because it's going to get cold and you're going to want that jacket. You know, Shango talk all proper and everything. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, <laughs> about 30, 40 minutes into it, boy, I was boy, I was sitting there looking for a jacket. And you can't buy one out there, boy. I said, Lord, it's cold. That boy was right. I was prepared the next day, though. So <laughs> word to the wise. Always bring you a little jacket in your bag out there if you go out there to Oxnard because it, the weather, it would change just like that if you are that type of person. Uh, Cali weather. It's nice, though. It's nice. It's 72, year, 72 degrees year-round, but the wind factor is just different. Uh, you don't need the AC. You just crack open a window, you know. <laughs> Jay Lombardi, our Cali weather do, do be bipolar, though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So let's get back to these photos right here before we get into other things, man. Uh, and, and of course, of course, that is Dante Fowler. That's Lamb, bigger Lamb. You, you can tell his upper body is a little bit bigger. Uh, my thing is with Lamb, when he uh, is at the top of his route, I I really want to see him still be aggressive and pull that ball out of the sky. And I hope that Lamb can can continue to grow, right? Because last night, shout out to my guys on the final word, uh, we talked about Dez Bryant, right? And and I was, I I really want CD Lamb to be CD Lamb, not no no other wide receiver, of course. But let me show you guys, uh, my guy Dez Bryant in his third year, if we can get these levels of production, man, that would be nice, right? Uh, 92 receptions, uh, 1,382 yards, receiving receiving yards, 12 touchdowns, right? Out of 137 attempts, I would love to see that production. Now, this is what Dez looked like his second year, right? We're going to look at his second year. He had 100 targets, 63 receptions, 928, right? nine tubs and then this was his first year his rookie year he broke his foot against the Giants on some crazy was it the Giants or the Colts one of those teams and he end up he end up only having 45 receptions for 561 yards I think that he was like his rookie year his rookie year I thought that he was going to blow all types of 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 uh, Cowboys records out the water but you know he got he had got hurt or what have you a uh, shout out to you, Lisa. We will be NFC champs, no doubt. Now, I I do like the way she put NFC champs, meaning meaning that we will win the NFC, not just East. Because she didn't put East on there. Thou should decree a thing and it shall be established. If you are the NFC champs, that means you're going to the Super Bowl. Huh? What? 
Look, I'm not fit to argue with her on her stance, right? I'm not fit to argue with that. So I, I would take that all the way to the bank. Now, in his uh, third year or what have you, this is what Dez did. And from there, he elevated even higher, right? 2013, you guys know what happened, right? And then 2014, that was his best year ever as you look at the numbers and the stat lines. And passer rating when targeted was 123. Point two, right? Now, the only thing we had to worry about with Dez was those drops. He had 11 drops that year, right? So, mm, for every touchdown, he pretty much had a drop. So, that wasn't something that we want our guy Lamb to do, right? But we want our guy Lamb to be there. Uh, I believe it, Lisa. Yeah. Look, if y'all believe in Lisa, put, I believe, let's put some blue hearts in the chat. Let's put some blue hearts in the chat. Baby, I love it. I love it. You know, uh, and then this good old Jerry Wayne, of course, you guys saw this from earlier. He's he's staring at his prize. Someone asked who was number two. That is Jordan Lewis. That is Jordan Lewis. That is Kelvin Joseph over here. And that is Trayvon Diggs. This appears to be Tony Pollard, if I'm thinking that that's who that is right there with the two. Uh, and it should be another O on the other side of it. And that's Dak Prescott, of course. And, of course, we are seeing these pictures right here of James Washington. Boy, I love it. Uh, Flame Legend says, <laughs> Flame Legend says, Law, the Eagles are going to be the NFC champs this year. Okay. FBI, open up! You know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. You know what? I didn't think that I had an Eagles guy up in here, but but it is what it is. Shout out to the Eagles, man. But let's listen in to this report from uh, one of my sister stations. If you guys already know what's about to happen, let me know. But here we go. I talk stuff. I thought we had it, but it goes to show you who's a better team. And I'm sticking Cowboys. <laughs> you're, you're crying. I'm hurt. I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You're gonna flap the hat one more flap time. Flap it one more time. Let's go, birds fly. Eagles fly. Still Super Bowl chance for now. <laughs> 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 hey, law man, what was your what was your what was your last 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 dying laugh? It was me listening to that report. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Flame. He said the NFC, the Eagles go with the NFC. You liar! <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man, I needed that chuckle, man. You just don't know. Hey, look, man. Look, man, you are a real one, man. Where you at? Where you at? Where you at right here? Man, legend. You are you are a legend for real, dude. You <laughs> You know what? I, I really gonna do this. I'm I'm really gonna do this. 
I'm going to give out awards, like like awards for real, for real, for real, like troll of the month or troll of the week. <laughs> and and you, my friend, you, my friend, legend, you know, you have granted the the the, the troll award for this week, man. <laughs> so yeah, here you go, man. Here you go. Oh my goodness, man. You you <laughs> look, hold on. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me give it to you more grandiose. News out of Dallas, Texas. The Troll Award goes to Flame Legend. He said, go fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> and he gave me all types of laughters today, baby. Hey, man, I, I love it, man. So I appreciate you so much, man. Oh, my goodness, man. I, I didn't think, look. As much as negative news go on in the world, you you brought a laughter to my face, man. Uh, you know, and I, I, you know, this is the thing. I, I can't make this up. You can call in, though, 657-390-7391. Somebody give me a call today. Uh, and I got some audio to play, too. So, uh, Cowboy Nation, let me see if we got any more pictures. No, we don't have any more pictures out there. So, those were all of the pictures today. And uh, on top of that, this is the thing. Let's tune in to Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show, of course, there's a guy by the name of Debo. And I know you guys saw the picture of Dak Prescott and Debo. They, 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 they hanging out and having a great time. And for the life of me, OTA practice or what have you for the 49ers, it was no sign of Debo. And Tony says, one more time. Maybe I give it one more time. Maybe I give it one more time. But, man, I, I'm going to let the Eagles make it. But he, here's the thing. I, I don't think that Debo would come to the Cowboys because he wants too much money. <laughs> 26 to $28 million for a wide receiver, and we just got rid of one because we didn't want to pay $20 million. That don't make sense. But – there are a lot of people who really would like the idea of seeing Debo in a uniform. Hold on, before I hit audio play, let me see. We got, we got a, we got my guy MJ. What's good, man? What's good, man? Talk to me, man. What's up, Lost Nation? Too, How's man? your day, brother? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. <laughs> hey, that was a, what's good, man? What you that got? Guy, that guy killed me right there. I got killed with this. He kind of he came out of the blue. I don't know how you be finding them clips, but man, you cold blooded, man. Nah, no, you know what? You know who was cold blooded though, for real. The, the, the lady, she had she, she had to be close. She had to be a Cowboys, a silent assassin that works up in the Philly area because she was the one that said, hey, you still going to flap that hat one more time? <laughs> like, like that's cold blooded to do a brother like that, you know? Oh, my God. She killed him. Man. He's like, he's about to cry. He, no, no, he did. Cry. No, he did cry. You know, she said, oh, you, 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 you're crying, right? And he was like, and those stinking, those stinking cowboys, they are the best. <laughs> but but shout out to him for for speaking truths. So, you know, uh, you know the truth. The truth is 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 what is what it is. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. You know, I love it, man. But what you got for hey, this show, man? What you as got? John, for? As John eight thirty two, 
The truth will set you free, baby. Yeah, shall set <laughs> you free. <laughs> but what you got, man? What you got for this show, man? Oh, man, I'm just uh, ready for the uh, season to start. You know, get the, the camp in. I want to see who's going to make it, who's going to be on the practice squad. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we got we we to – I was telling my friend, I said, man, we want to hide some of our players. Yep. Because – some other teams gonna they like to see what we got, and they be doing good, and they know we can't keep them. They say, "Ah, oh, they gonna take our players." What <laughs> I tell you? They gonna yep. steal them? Cause we, for some reason, we all smart them. We know what to trap. The other teams we just be, they be just throwing stuff on the wall. To see we, what stick, when we yeah. throw stuff on the wall, yeah, when we throw stuff on the wall, we really know what we doing. Especially with Dan Quinn, he know what he's doing, man. I just want uh, Kellen Moore to get more creative. You know what I'm saying? Just be be smart. Use that number 20. Sweep them. Throw screens to them. I was watching yeah. y'all uh, on the Word on y'all Boss Cowboy show last night. Oh, yeah, look, before talk I say him, that. Man, him, tell Boss Cowboy when he got a – his call-in is horrible. He, <laughs> his call-in got to be like yours, man, so people could call in and wait, and then he could pick them. You can you try to call in to him, the line keep busy. Oh, call us back, and you can't get in. Well, he well, gonna, well gonna I, 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 I will work with him and and, and on that, you know. Um, and, yeah, and, and help we, him, we, we, we'll help. We, we'll help a brother out down the line. But but what you got, man? Yes. What you got? What you got for for this topic, man? Come on, come on with it, MJ. For this, for this topic, let's get this defense killer in the middle, the killer bees in the middle. Let's kill, kill, kill. Because we, if we control that middle, it's going to make our DNs and our corners and our safeties get more picks and more turnovers. But the kids that middle, mm -hmm. you cannot favor kids too. Because if uh, if your boy Gallimore got stronger, I know Osa going to be a cold-blooded three-tech. Yeah. I want to use both of them as three-techs. But I want to use, I hope Bohanna got stronger, but Ridgeway going to turn out. I keep telling my friend Ridgeway is going to be the one going to be like 30 snaps because he's going to be controlling that center and that middle. 30, 30 snaps, dog? That, 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 yeah. that, my friend, is a lot of snaps for, for a big boy like yeah. him. Uh, I want to keep those boys fresh. Uh, I'm going to keep yeah. the principles of anywhere from uh, like – 20? That, that'll be the max for me from Ridgeway. Okay. 20 will be the max. 20, 20. Yeah. 20. That way, and yeah. then you can – then you can put your uh, D tackles in to get that pass rush up the middle. Cause Osa, I think Osa gonna get like five or six sacks, man. I'm telling you, Osa is a beast. I'm telling you, he's quick, powerful. He had them Philadelphia guards in trouble. It was like, oh man, I, I thought I had him, but he he went, he so fast. Well, 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 Osa, Osa got to get right, man. He he hurt his quad today, so uh, I'm I'm hoping. Oh, did he? Yeah, he hurt his quad, and that's that that's one of the bigger muscles. On your lower body take? extremity, huh? How long did it take to get well? Uh, I don't know the extent of it. I'm waiting on Cowboys reports to uh, to get into details of it. But he didn't continue well, at least practice. He, at least he did it now instead yeah. of uh, in August. <laughs> Do get everything out of the way now so come August you'll be fresh. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. So no doubt, MJ. Got, but, gotta, but go but ahead. Get, get one more point back. out before I let you go, man. Get one more point out. Well, one more point. Let's make sure our quarterback 
is on key with the receivers, and let's make sure we use them tight ends the right way. I want the, I want the 2016 Dak Prescott. If we get that with Detroit with numbers, mm-hmm. 225, 275, we'll win a lot of games, and we can make it to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. How about them Cowboys? Appreciate you, MJ. Yes, My dog, man. Appreciate him, man. That's MJ, man. Call it in with the flavor. Hey, you already know, man. Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> Let me get him with that. Let me listen to this audio, man, of Rich Eisen. I got virgin ears to it. I saw the topic, and I said, man, let me see what he's talking about. Guys have been in the NFL getting their NBA-type treatment, mm-hmm. which is they want out, there's the door. Great. Yep. We'll do it. But you're now in a position post-draft. Got to do that pre-draft. I think now that we're post-draft – Niners aren't doing a damn thing except paying this guy. They're going to come to some form of an agreement, I think. Or Debo's going to play it out on his one year left on his deal. And then, I don't know, hope he doesn't get franchise tagged and and then potentially pull a Devontae Adams who got franchise tagged and then got traded. Uh, I don't know what Debo's options are. I do find it interesting, though, that when we spoke to George Kittle the other day and he said he spoke to Debo and they were talking shoes and whatever. Yep. And then I asked him point blank, well, what about that whole narrative about him not wanting to be up there in Northern California anymore? Like just the, the mere fact of the one thing that the Niners cannot change. Right. <clears throat> Everything can be switched around or, or maneuvered. They're not changing coaches. Shout out to you, Kelly. Over this. And they're not changing addresses over this <laughs> that's the one totally unmovable part is the entire franchise now where is this cowboy stuff at? they're not going to say you know what we're going to but he didn't basically it. say nah D- when that's it nah, what are you but it's going to be Trey forward. Lance comes back from seven strokes down one and a half some time pass and for everybody to just sit back and relax and let if there are tempers let those tempers cool. Let me see oh, if I can settle. We might have to put the 49ers even further up on your power rankings. There's the Trey Lance scenario, but he's going to uh, be the come on Sit now. back and relax. But also, you know, do they really know what they have Trey Lance? <sighs> so that's one of the reasons why, in my opinion, I would trust John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to know how to best structure this thing with Debo Samuel, but unless he is absolutely adamant that he will never play a game for the 49ers. Uh, uh, man, I don't care about that. Let me see. Cowboys said that Lamb has grew an inch and gained 10 pounds. How is that even possible? This is from my guy, John Mishota. <laughs> How did he get taller? Unless he's under t- – <laughs> Well, they say your body don't finish developing until you until you're 25. So, how old is C.D. Lamb, Cowboy Nation? This is from my guy John John Mashota. He says Cowboys wide receiver C.D. Lamb. I love when I get the notification like this. Uh, said that he grew half of an inch. I thought you stopped growing. What what age are you supposed to stop growing? So this dude grew a half of an inch. Let me see before. <laughs> I hope I ain't crazy. Let me see. How tall 
is C D Lamb. So he's six two and a half. Well, you might as well round it up. So he's six three now. <laughs> How is that even possible, man? Uh, <clears throat> but they did their weigh-ins and the measurables and everything. And it says he gained 10 pounds of muscles this offseason. One, if he's ready to take over as the team number one wide receiver, I've been ready. That's just me and my competition is, you know, my competitiveness. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't hear me read that like that, okay? That is in my nature. I am always ready for my name to be called. That's what C.D. Lamb said. So, is that possible, though, for him? Don't look like it. C.D. is 23. They said they said that, you know, um, you basically, your body don't feel all the way out until you're 25. Lavish says, Lamb looks skinny. What are they talking about? Yeah, maybe they're talking about that, but, <clears throat> yeah, he do, look, he do look frail on that picture. It looked like a whole different person. But pictures can be deceiving, you know, especially with an angle. And I ain't finna talk about people on how they take the angles of pictures, though. But you can clearly see that on this picture, he's a whole lot bigger, right? Right, you can clearly see that he's a whole lot bigger lamb. Maybe. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe. They didn't clone him. <laughs> Maybe that's the situation, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. He looked jacked. So some pictures he do look bigger. Some pictures he do look small. And it was hard to identify Lamb last year when Noah Brown caught the ball. We were like, hey, is that Lamb? Oh, then we had to start looking at the hair that's hanging out of the jersey because they, they both was looking like each other. So hopefully – uh, Lamb is not too, too big, and hopefully he's not too, too small. Them shoulders and chest, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be six foot four by when he's 25. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, CD, he's not a CD Lamb, but he's a Ram now. <laughs> Jerry is about to put his mind into the clone. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> One inch and 10 pounds, okay. You know, so Lamb was really small. You know, people fail to realize uh, when he was drafted, he was like 180, 182-ish, you know. So, and then after that first year, he jumped up to being right at uh, 190-ish. And then uh, I think that right now he'd probably be 202, give or take, you know. And, and of course, what do size matter? Yeah, you know, uh this was his second year. And his first year, I promise you, if he took his shirt off, you'd see the exoskeleton. You you would see like his heart beating and everything. You'd be like, man, his that dude heart beating right now. It, you know, he was small lamb, but now shoot, he he's bigger than this. So what does size do as a wide receiver? I, I think that 
in a wide receiver play, when somebody is in phase with you, they're using everything to knock you off of their off of your route, especially at the top of the route. They bumping. They're using the inside elbow. We call it the chicken wing move. You don't extend your elbow, but you're using your elbow to knock them off. And as the uh, wide receiver situation, you you always would like to. You always would like to, as a DB, bump them off of their route. If you can get them off of the route, that's half of the game. And back in the days, at the top of the route, you can be physical. You can be aggressive. You can nearly nearly knock them to the ground. But now they call that. Uh, help you get off of coverage better. Yep. So if in a pinch, if you want to say that, <clears throat> let me see what we have here. For example, let me switch over to this. Dez Bryant, 6'2", 220. So that's playing at 220. 220 is a whole lot different than playing at 180 or 190. Let me know if you guys understand what I'm saying. Let me see if I can pull up my guy, uh, Lamb, in this perspective. You know, um, let me go right here. And then we will go um, bio. So six two one ninety one. That's a whole different. That's a whole different world. Two twenty versus one ninety one. So at at this point, you have to say to yourself, okay, all right. If he's a little stronger, and then these these numbers right here. Let me show you guys uh, the numbers. This was his numbers from last year, of course. And I would look at this right now. If you have a, a bigger lamb, I don't want him to lose none of his explosiveness, his top speed. I don't want him to lose that. But if he can capture and keep some of that, shoot, you got you a weapon on your hands, right? Speed do kills. Yeah. Uh because <laughs> all of that muscles, I'm telling you, shout out to you, J.J. Newton. What, what you said, speed kills. Yep, you're right. Also, snatching the ball out of the air stronger. High pointing the ball. Keeping that upper body straight. That that counts for a lot, Cowboy Nation. It flat out do. It flat out do. I just want, I just want him to hold on to the ball. Yep. You, you tend to hold on to the ball knowing that you're going to get hit. That's how you hold on to that ball, knowing that you're going to get hit. And with your mindset being with the notion saying, hey, I'm going to come down with this ball because I know for sure that I need it. I need it. <laughs> I need it because if not, the opposition will get that. You know, So that's just how that goes, Cowboy Nation. How we are with time. Y'all let me know how long I've been live. Let me know. And if you guys want me to continue to go, I can continue to go. Baby, let me know. Let me know. So now, uh, my guy says, so now Lamb is six foot three, two oh two. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> Cooper Cup is four. He ran a four point six two forty in that kill. Uh I, I really appreciate you. Fifty four minutes. Appreciate you guys. I can keep, I can continue to go for a little longer then. Um 
Cooper Cup. And, and I had this conversation with someone on Twitter. Cooper Cup had a hell of a year last year and the year before that. But one thing that I want you guys to understand that there are different kinds of wide receiver. Cooper Cup is a very physical wide receiver who got short area quickness, and that is what you need. From that physical size, it seems as if though when you play press on him, he will jam you for the first five yards and then open up. And if it's a bang a route, you know, and if you're a smaller DB, he will embarrass you. Cooper Cup, just phenomenal. And he can find the soft spots in the zone, and he got yak action. He's not easy to bring down. Do he need to run a 4-3 speed? No, look, let's look up Cooper Cup size. You know, you know, we're we going to um, look up Cooper Cup size. Let me see. Because, you know, that, that size is always speed is everything. Let's look up his size right here. Let me show. So he's six foot two, two oh eight. That's a big boy, right? Four six two speed, right? Now, let's look up his production, okay? He had and I, I want you guys to understand a hundred and eighty nine targets. Let that sink in. 189 targets. 16 tubs. 1,947 touchdowns. I mean, yards. That would be crazy if he had that many touchdowns. All right, so what did he do? What year he was What year he drafted? 16, right? No, 15, 17? 17. This was his first year. He had 62 receptions, 869 yards, which was pretty good out of 91 targets. Second year, of course, I think he got, got hurt or something like that, 566 yards. His third year, that is the sweet spot to most young wide receivers in their third year, right? So he had 132 targets, 94 receptions, 10 tubs, 1,161 yards. Do you guys think that you can get some of this production out of C.D. Lamb in his third year? Right? And then his fourth year, crazy numbers too, I believe. Uh, 974, three, three receiving yards. Okay. But then three, three, I said receiving yards, three touchdowns. Right? And then, of course, for that jump from this year, to the next year, it was just crazy, right? Oh, he had Matthew Stafford, that's why. <laughs> but that's crazy, though. Um, for us to believe that he's going to have this year every year, we can believe that. We can believe that, but he's going to have to show it up. And having Odell Beckham on the opposite side of him for a majority of the year won't be bad, bad, bad at all. But this year, uh, Odell Beckham, is not on their team yet. He's on the streets. And they picked up somebody. Did they pick up somebody? Uh Allen, someone. Uh 
Kevin says Coop is a nasty route runner. Yeah, he is nasty. Yep. Lavish. Lavish nasty. Yep. Um, Eagles are not trash. Stop hating. This is from Legend. <laughs> what do you expect, man? You you in Cowboys country backyard and you fighting. Like, ah, come on. <laughs> You, you Cowboys backyard legend. My boys gonna fight. My boys gonna fight. You know, so to all of the Eagles and everybody that's watching. When you pray for rain, you gotta deal with the mud too. <laughs> you can't be in the rain talking about, hey man, why is it muddy here? Oh, we got some more breaking news, man. We got some more breaking news from the Eagles camp, man. <laughs> Being with the greatest rivalry as far as this city is concerned, took the field. And the team from this city, they didn't even show up. We got out coached. We got out physical. We got out manned. Mm -hmm. We got out wanted to. We got out aggressive. You, you name it. Any adjective that you can come up with, okay. the Dallas Cowboys outdid us in that area. Because if there's two games that you get up for, you get up for the damn Dallas Cowboys. The two teams, in my opinion, were Was that an Eagles guy saying that? <laughs> I think that he's more validated than any Eagles fan that's right here in the chat. So, I mean, I heard it from an Eagles reporter. So, you know, so all of the Eagles guys, you know, I, I feel y'all. But but, but he, he, he spoke the truth on that end of it. And, and that, that what he said, you know, so. I, I, that wasn't my word. That's y'all reporter. That's that's y'all guy. That's that's yours. <laughs> what that boy said is is that your king? <laughs> oh my gosh, man! So so shout out to him. Those were his words, not ours. You know. So I don't know, uh, Flame Legend. You know. So you may have to go back and talk to him. You know. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> we got a caller that's calling in for the 214. You're live. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. Man, what's, man, what's going on with you, bro? Man. Yeah. Um, so, first of all, let me, uh, let me walk outside because I don't want to tear up the whole house. Um, man, first of all, you know, I know, um, you know, Miss Lady Jessica, you know, mm -hmm. she like, she. PVO, PVO, yeah. no, you know that she want to be on the PVO, but yep, yep, at yep. the same time, at the at the same time, you know, we as Cowboy fans, we do kind of, um, we have to be, um, we got to kind of like look in, just be like accountable for, you know, kind of for what's going on in our organization. Right. I just kind of feel like, I just kind of feel overall, like um. Hello. No problem. Basically, like we like it, like with the with the organization and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, bro, it's been a running soap opera. Like it's the state of affairs have literally like been kind of kind of pathetic. You know what I'm saying? As uh, as Cowboy fans, we really we really deserve more. Now, I'm not saying this to say that you know I'm not a great you know Cowboy fan. This doesn't right, right, don't right, take right, away right, from my right, fandom, and right, I know right. fandom is in short for fanatic. We know all that, but at the same time. We do gotta hold ourselves accountable for the BS that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my first point. Right. Um, I think Stephen so, Jones you know, right now. Oh, hold on. Is, you want me to go to the to the? Go ahead. 
You want me to go to the second point? No, no, no. Keep keep going. Keep going. Keep going. My 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 had to refresh okay. my screen over here, but go ahead. Okay, so that's that's basically the the first point. We gotta call ourselves to the carpet when it's time to call ourselves to the carpet. And it's not being negative. It just it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. It's too like I don't wanna I'm glad you stopped talking about the Super Bowl because can we please win a playoff game? First, right, right. This is right. win a playoff game. This is this is win a playoff game first, and then if we looking okay, you know what I'm saying. If we looking like we might do something, then we can get the shout about the Super Bowl. We be playing the Stephen A. Hands when we just get to talking about Super Bowl. He love when we do that. Right. We stop doing that. <laughs> you know. Right. What I'm right. Like, so let me let me ask you this. So 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 what 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 what, what angle are you getting at right now? I, mean, I need oh, to know. No, just basically, like that, oh my bad. Basically, I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like like this is at the end of the day, I just feel like when we mess up, we just need to own up to it. You know what I'm saying? As a as an organized like as a as a as cowboy fans, like. When we wrong, we just wrong. You know right. what I'm saying? If we had like a wrong prediction on it or we just thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl, we didn't. We didn't what, go. What was your you know prediction last year for this team? Okay, so my prediction last year was I had zero prediction. <laughs> the only thing that I knew was that defense, I feel like the defense was I wasn't going to recognize it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether it had been good or bad, depending on Dan Quinn. Now I believed in Dan Quinn. You know what I'm saying? I was tuning in every time you 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 know what I'm saying? The whole all the Law Nations, you know what I'm saying? I was tuning in. Right. So I felt great. I felt great about, you know what I'm saying, the, what the defense could look like. But once I started seeing, you know, how he was looking, Dak was balling, I'm like, okay, we can mm-hmm. we can do something with this. You know what I'm saying? We can right. do something with this. Right. And we should have spiked up the forty nine. We should have did that, but we yep. did. We did. So, but that that, yep. that was you know what I'm saying, so that was that was just a, that was just my my first point. Okay, the okay. Second, so 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 hold on, hold on. Let, let's do it this way. So you had no expectations of us going to the playoff last year, but we made it there. A defense changed and turned around from the thirtieth rank down to the twelfth. We made it to the playoff, and we should have, based upon you know just pure facts, that the Cowboys should have beaten the Forty ers but yeah. but but the, these are the things from what we were able to identify as fans. Number one, they were not prepared. How we know after the presser, coach came out and said that they was nervous, right? Like, come on, if you prepared, exactly. like like I took many of tests. If you prepared, you won't I'm be nervous. Trash too, yeah. By the way. Oh I'm my gosh. Trash. But 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 I get what you're saying. So we should have beaten the 49ers. So 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 what was your next point on this one? You know. Okay, so the next point is, man, look, man, look here. Hey, bro, to all these uh, NFC East guys, all right, these uh, right, Eagles right. and the Giants and the Commanders, all of you, listen, man, let's get one thing clear. Hey, bro, this Cowboy country. Right, Hey, right. boy, this is, cow, this is cow, this Cowboy kingdom. Hey, yeah. boy, let, let, let me tell you something. When you come on this channel, now I know Lago keep it 100. He wants yeah. us to like and subscribe, and he going to keep it, you know what I'm saying, straight down the middle. But look here. Hey. This is Cowboy Kingdom. Boy, your ass get to talking crazy. We're going to beat you up out the club. I'm telling you <laughs> right, right now. Right. You better you better come correct. You better watch your mouth. Right, All right, right. We ain't, right. Playing. We, 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 we ain't playing that. So you and your little teams, y'all can, you know, scary along with your little less than five Super Bowls and, and hush your mouth. Yeah. Be yeah. respectful. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that, 
I had to get that handle. He don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he, he, he got that off. All right, so Mike McCarthy is trash. We should have beaten the uh, 49ers. So I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, Dak Prescott, he needs to play better, right, in playoff times or what have you. And we need to see a better execution of plays, and we have to bring in more physicality. All right, so all the 2022 season, we're looking for attitude and mentality. Is that correct? Yes, indeed. Yeah, so so attitude is what they said that they did. And on top of that, like I told my guys last night on the final word, this right here, we can say that we drafted guys to be tough. We can say that we drafted guys to be attitude. But for right now, that's all on paper. That's just paper talking. So now we need to see whether or not these guys can walk to walk. And that's what we're waiting on. But until then, I'm going to give my guy Dan Quinn a longitude and latitude because he proven that he could take nothing, right, and make it out of something. Yeah. So I'm giving him that longitude and, that, uh, and of course, the attitude mindset of it. But as uh, far as uh, what Dak Prescott need to do for the 2022 season, he need to step up and be more vocal. Uh, I'm hearing that in practice or in camp today, out of the Cowboys at the star in Frisco that they said that they move CD lamb locker close to Dak Prescott. So he can keep that line of communication strong, which is good. Okay. So now it's a wait and see, but as a content creator, my number one duty is to also be cut and dry and give you guys what I, what I feel, you know, that the Cowboys should do and also bring in some facts mixed in with my opinion. So that that's always a hard thing to do and to be objective and optimistic, <laughs> right? I can't be sitting here yeah. saying that the Cowboys are going to go five and 12. I can't sit here yeah. and say that the Eagles team or the Washington team or the Giants team will be better when the Eagles didn't beat us in the last three, three, three visits, right? The last got time they got, la- they got mm-hmm. blown, they got blown out three times. Three times in a row. Mm-mm. So, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I can't sit here and say whether the Eagles are better. Because last year, the Washington commodes, they were bloviating and spitting left and right, saying that their Washington team is better because they won the NFC East division. And we are third tier because we're going to finish out third because the Cowboys are the Cowboys. And last I checked, I looked at the Washington. They're nowhere to be found. Shout out to Louis T and all of those boys. But, well, yeah. but, but, but. Oh, Louis T. Good, Louis T. Good, good dude. Man, he good dude. He, he good dude. He one hundred. He he one hundred. His father. You know why he's good? Because his father is a Cowboys fan. You know. Oh lord. <laughs> oh. You know. So, but 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 here here's the thing. And and, and John's got shout out to my guy, man, Bad Dog, man. You know he he. He, he sits, good he good dude, man. He don't spit. He, he already know they got four of them, right? <laughs> you know, they don't have yeah. to pump pump out their chest to talk about us, you know, because they know they just right behind us, right? <laughs> it's it's the little eagles that do all of the talking, right? <laughs> well, I'm trying to tell you, but but, God, no, but, but that's just my objective, down. man. I, I, that's my objective is to talk about the Cowboys every day, though. But but it's been a good conversation with you, man. What's your name, fam? Yeah, love you, love. No, this, uh, this is Darius, man. Darius from Dallas, man. Darius from Dallas. Hey, you coming to the event? Every home game, Cowboys experience, we do a meet and greet. We have uh, uh, current players and former players at an event. It, it, it's a pretty semi-round table situation, uh, and it's yeah. a meet and greet 
it's, it's, it's the day before every game. Yeah. Man, I need um, to see you out there, especially if you're in the Dallas area. We need to see you out yeah, there, man. I'm, I'm a, you know what? You know what, man? I'm, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna definitely try to make it. I really gotta run my bag up uh, with this with this real estate. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm I I should I should make at least one of them. But I do got to tell you this. Now I'm from Dallas, but I moved to Atlanta. Okay. I moved to Atlanta during the, during the Mike Vick era. Okay. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and keep it 100 with y'all. I got two teams, man. I bleed blue and silver. I bleed. You cut me open. I bleed blue and silver. But I'm. I like the. I'm a fan of the Falcons too now. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I, I got to throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? You, if, bro, if you stayed in Atlanta around the Vic era, no, you can't help. You but, liar. But be a. Uh, hey. <laughs> how how you gonna beat? Look. <laughs> look, 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 look. You can be a fan of two teams, but not in the same NFC. Maybe an AFC team, you can say, well, I kind of like this team that's the AFC, but not in the NFC, man. No, 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 no. So that means man, that Atlanta, means back Atlanta in the days me, when we had when we had Cam, what was it? Was it Cam Fleming or whoever that was? It was Chaz Gray. Was it two thousand? It was seventeen. Oh, you talking about you talking about uh, Adrian Campbell, Claiborne? Claiborne. He ran through him, or he ran through. Yeah. So, so what you was doing at that time? You was cheering yeah, was or you sick. was booing? What nah, were you doing? Nah, you cause, was nah, nah, cause, nah. I was sick about that one, dog. I was sick. How like, you fan of two teams? Yeah, how? How's that possible, man? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a side chick, man. Just, Come on, man. A side <laughs> team. I, I, I can't. It just is. Look, I stopped. Hey, look, look, I had feel, to huh? literally stop playing. Look, they had this thing called, uh, I think Vought set it up and some Koye and a whole bunch of other people that they were playing the fantasy football stuff. And I was, yeah. I was, I was done. I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. I, I had everybody yeah, had all I, I of the Cowboys. Yeah, I couldn't do it, man. I can't do it, man. You, you bigger, yeah. you better than me, man. But appreciate you, Darius. Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. Love, man. One love, love. man. What? One love. One love. Not, not two love, man. <laughs> 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 appreciate you, bro. <laughs> all right. I've got, I've got to ask him how old he was, man. Uh, how old you are, man, Darius? Put that down in the chat, man. Oh my gosh, man. Scott, man, talk talk to me, man. You, you do you got two teams too, man? No, no, you can't do that, man. That's like going out with a girl, having a good time with you before y'all get down to say, I just wanna let you know that I'm a man. What the hell? <laughs> no, no, no. You can't you can't do you can't do that. No I just spent all this money on you. And had a great time, and now you come out. You a goddamn man. You can't do that. He just let me down on that one, bro. No, no, he let me. He hurt me, man. He hurt me, man. He hurt me, man. He hurt me, man. When he said he a fan of Atlanta too, man. When you know, he hurt me, man. I understand, you know, Mike Vick at the time, you know what I'm saying, was the hottest thing you want to see a brother run and do what Mike Vick did. But you say you don't stand in no dad, go, okay, what do you move that? But, but I'm in Baltimore right now working. I'm in Baltimore uh-huh. uh, this week, but this uh-huh. couple weeks working. Uh-huh. I passed by the Baltimore radio stadium, and I said, this ain't Jack. I almost spit on it. Yeah. I almost spit on it. Yeah. Oh, you ass. know what? It just hit me. It just hit me. He said he was a fan of Vick. Heck yeah. Vic also played for the Eagles. Please. And that's um, I can't do that, bro. Oh, I no. 
I believe. Oh no. I believe it all. Oh no, he also played <laughs> Vic also played for the Eagles. Oh no, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Who that? <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, man, you can't do that. Bro. You can't do that. You can't. No, nah, man, that. but nah, but listen, I believe we're gonna have a good year. We'll game where they play the Jaguars. All I want, man, look, we just gotta win a couple playoff games, man. We should be able to do that this year, man. Defense looking all right, you know. Yeah. Defense looking all right, but you know, like I said, with that press, bro. Listen, he's focusing on football, not rehabbing. Yeah. Oh, get it, get it, yup. Nobody is talking about it. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. He's focusing on football, not yep. rehab. So he should be a whole lot better. And look, that was balling until the calf injury. Let's not forget that. Joker, yeah. we still have tour. We can't go to work for five weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's, like, let's just focus on that. That's all I got right now, dog. I got to get back to work, girl. But I had to chime in after that. Dude. Like <laughs> no. I said, like, that's like this girl telling you that she's a man. I like, even did everything for about to get down. I'm about to pull the panties out of my face. I'm a man. Head and all. No. Head and all. Head and all. Hey, man. Appreciate you, though, bro. Appreciate you. Most of them, bro. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but you know, shout out to everybody that's watching. Vic coming back to play some minor football league. I don't know if it's the XFL. This is from Luis. Yep. Uh, I think Vic is a good. Uh, he's a good analysis now, an analyst, and I think Vic should stay there. You know, but it is what it is. Shout out to Mike Vic, man. Uh, Eight six zero. What do you know? It's VIP, yeah. baby. What's good, man? You know. You know what? You you really, you one of those people, man, VIP, that I learned that you do keep that same energy. All day, every day. I saw you, I saw you on a radio, were you on a radio station? Yeah, I do radio out here, Lord, yes, yes. Dog, uh, you keep, dude, you keep that energy all day. And I and I listened to you, man, and you was talking about the right food to eat with vibrations and and high vibrations and stuff like that. And I said, man, I, I can really I can really hang out with you, man. I love it. I respect that, Lord. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for chiming in, bro. Yeah, keeping it high alkaline water and all this, man. You know I'm on that, you know, pathway. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's that good, good, Lord. That's I'm trying to get. Look, if we can convert some of our players. You are what you eat. You're a substance of what you eat. Mm-hmm. And if you get the right alkalines in you, that will that will help you from dehydrating. Yeah. So when you get to that fourth quarter, you ain't tapping out, raising your hand, talking about I need to get out the game. But yeah. anyway, let yeah. me let me get to the points I have to make, Lord, because I love you and I love to listen to uh, some of our fans. <laughs> I'm starting to question. Some of our fans are really sus. Your boy that called in last, he's, he's borderline sus-sus. You know, if you don't know what sus is, I need people to look that up. That's suspect, man. He's suspect. You know, if you're a Cowboys fan, you are not allowed to have two teams. What's wrong with you, man? Bro, that's like you walking outside. See, this things like this, they don't pop off in New York. You can't be walking outside your house with a giant shirt and a Cowboys hat on. <laughs> You know what I mean? 
It, it, there's rules to this game. You know, and I like your part last time with the, he getting the thing home and he wake up and it's, it's a he, she, or yeah, bro. You know, I ain't trying to offend nobody, but anyway, let me get to my analogy. I, I, I really, I was telling my son this, being a single father, I equate everything to fatherhood. And yeah. I was explaining to him about sports and playing sports. Mm-hmm. Some people break sports law to get a workout. Yeah. There's other people that play sports that actually like the sport. Then there's us dogs. There's us VIPs that play to win the game. Period. So if you're going to play to win the game, you damn right I'm trying to go to the Super Bowl. What do you think we're playing for? We ain't playing for no Rose Bowl. We ain't playing for a tuna bowl. Right. We playing for the bowl. Yo. So if you're not gearing up for that in your offseason, hang it up. And if you fans aren't gearing up for that, hang it up. Ooh. That's what we're gearing up for. That's what this offseason is for. This is what the analogy I want to give you. What's when that? they see that there's elephants getting out of order, in the tribe, what do they do? They put one of them alpha elephants in there. And guess what? The whole tribe comes to sink. That's just what we have. We have an alpha that walked in a room, and he's a lion. Mm-hmm. So now there's other people that walked in and say, damn, I wasn't a lion before. But guess what? I better get my name on because I got a lion in the room. So that lion, our Michael Parson has raised the level of not only physicality, he's raised a ball on other players. That's why D-Law said, look, man, I'm about to cut my dreads, bro. I'm getting fresh. I'm new to this. He got young boy on these dudes. Mm-hmm. Look, man, Law, if these people don't realize Dak didn't have a real offseason last year and what he's going to do, Dak is one of the hardest working NFL players in the league. As far as first to get in the building, last to leave, he's home dissecting he's home dissecting things in his 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 um what's that bad call, man? I don't like to give him no free commercials. You know radio, we don't give free commercials. But anyway. Right. That that synchronized bed he got. Yeah man, he's he's actually dissecting plays in that bed. So I just encourage us law if you're not shooting for a star, what are you shooting for? Mm, man, man, you got you to gotta have some vision down. And, and, and here's the thing. You don't have to tell everyone your goals, right? Right. You, 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 know, right. you know, I go all the way back to the to 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 the uh the storyline of Joseph. You didn't have to tell him about his dreams, right? Ooh. One day Ooh. y'all gonna bow down to me. You know, he didn't have to tell yeah. his brethren that because when you start talking too much, people begin to plot and scheme, you know, and they begin right. to have those jealousy moments and it's it, it was just that. It was That's what just Joseph's brother that. said to him. Right. But you know what? That's my, one of my favorite scriptures. But the empathy that Joseph showed, right? even when his, after his brothers came to him right. in that time of need, yeah. he said, guess what? I'm not going to hold this against you, so I'm not holding this against my fans. Yeah. But I am to tell you that Joseph said, I saw this coming. Yeah. I saw this. I visualized this before. I prophesied us winning the ball again. Yeah. So I'm telling you, 
We have to speak it into existence. Woo! See, people don't understand that part of it. Baby, VIP. Boy, we from the VIP yeah. from everywhere we talking about, man. All right, man, I love it, man. What, 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 what one more point you got to say, man, before I let you go, fam? My last point is this. I know everybody thinks that we need that last bit of a veteran to come in. After June 1st, we get a $10 million bonus. Uh-huh. So Stephen and Jerry are sitting back in the. They still parking lot pimping. They they still got the Bentley in the parking lot, but they said, "Guess what? I got ten mil coming. I got the whole VIP section rented out, mm-hmm. waiting for that one vet." Mm-hmm. Jerry always does this. He goes get that one vet. Yeah. So I guarantee you, Law, just have patience. Patience. Yeah. He's gonna see what we got in the crop already. He's going to go through a little mini camps and say, all right, I think I can get a push, whether it's a linebacker or a wide receiver vet. I would encourage a wide receiver vet just mm-hmm. to have that vet in the room. You know, Julio Jones may not be that same guy, but he still has that mental. A mental you can't strip for somebody. So I would bring him in just for the muscle of a mental because he knows what it is to be a first and the threat of a first. So he knows how to read defenses as a first. He can help C.D. Lamb, not not, not saying that he helps him in a physical way, but the mental aspect of it. No doubt, This game is a mental game as well. It is a mental game. I appreciate you. Let me hear it before I let you go, man. Let me hear it, man. You already know how about them Cowboys. Let's go, Laura. Let's go, boys. Cowboy Nation, let's get it. Let's get it, man. Hey, hey, he is like that in real life, man. So I can't wait to see him when he come down to one of the events. Oh, my gosh, man. I thought that, you know, he was just calling in with the hypeness. No, that's VIP for real, man. That's how he is. He's really like that on the radio, man. So shout out to him and all that he do. Wonderful radio slash podcast that he do uh, on his sides of things. I wish I would have asked him uh what time he go live and everything but neither here nor there cowboy nation yeah uh sometimes you can visualize something and hold on to it and and it, and it takes time over 20 years you know it took for joseph to finally have his vision to come through from what he seen in a dream but it is what it is uh anthony Barr is one guy yeah yeah so cowboy nation um <clears throat> It is what it is at this point. Oh, we got another caller. I was just about to close the line. Let me let this one more caller in. And it's a great one. Coach Marv, you live. What's going on, Law? How you doing, brother? Oh, man, all is well. Hey, I can't complain. Talk to me, man. What, what are we getting this? What are we getting this? Uh, C.D. Lamb is not capable of being the number one receiver. Where is this, where is this coming from, man? I mean, uh, there was games that I saw mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. that he made plays. Mm-hmm. You, that, we talk about what five or six drops. Yep, yep. This year, yeah, six drops. Talk about yep. the playoff game. Yep. where he only got three targets. Mm. Yep, one for five in his playoff. That he had one catch and and the rest was you know incomplete. Yeah, you right. You right. Yeah. Five, Five targets, and so this. It, it, I'm gonna tell you where all this come from. Talk and I was me. I watched y'all the final word yesterday with the the interview. Mm-hmm. 
this all comes from, and, 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 and believe it or not, I guarantee this where it's come from. All this comes from the subject of conversation when Mari Cooper had his interview when he said, when they was talking about before he got targeted, Mari Cooper said, well, I could tell in the game plan during the week is you know where the target's going to go. Mm-hmm. That told me, and I have said since then, that there was was the confidence of the offense all in in the game planning mm-hmm. of the offense, which mm-hmm. was caused some type of Sometimes that calls a little uh, when adversity comes. Seems like right. it seems like the players walking on the field with a lot of confused looks, or uh, it calls frustration. Right. And if CD Lamb, if Mark Cooper was talking, you can't tell me CD Lamb wasn't talking either. Mm. And now it seems like that the room is starting to get cleared with these people that were talking, mm-hmm. kind of. On the, on the on the on the shaky side of this offense, I'm not saying they can't get back get back together again, but people, let's don't don't let's understand. CD Lamb has had some great years playing beside a number one receiver. Yeah, yeah. So it did. Okay, you're talking about 20 more catches. Let's say if he had 15 more catches and maybe 100, 200 more yards. Mm-hmm. We're talking about all pro status. Yep. Aren't we, Law? Yep. <laughs> we're not talking about he got to go. We're not talking about he got to go have 40 more catches and four or 500 more yards. We're talking about maybe 20 catches mm-hmm. and maybe about two or three. What, he, he had 1,100 yards this past season? Yep, 1,100, six tubs, 79 receptions, 116 okay, targets. Okay, let's do this is twenty more catches, right? Right. Two hundred more yards and three, three, four more touchdowns. You're talking about all pro stats. Yeah. Is that is, is with some of the targets that were going to Mark Cooper not going to him? Would you think that that would be hard for him to do? And this not this is the same year he improved from the year before. He only two years in. Yep. So all this, I don't know where they're getting this at. That, that oh man, we worry about you draft when we drafted him. Everybody had him maybe one of the top receivers coming out. They did. Here it is again: unrealistic expectations we put on our own players. Unrealistic, and and another thing, Coach Marv, they they tend to look at like what another team do, like Justin Jefferson. Right, they look at his numbers and they look at his stats, and I I don't believe that Justin Jefferson had a situation whereas he had his backup quarterback throwing him the ball. Right, as far as his first year or his rookie year, and I'm not trying to discredit or discount Justin Jefferson, but I just believe that you know in that particular system, it was Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and they ran the ball. There was just those three. Everybody else, it wasn't planned or organized around those other guys. Whereas this team, we go back and forth with the young offensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. And and his way of trying to figure out defenses or what have you, which is a growing pain. And it's quite strange that the levels of even productions, even with the running game, if you look at it collectively across the board, dropped. Why? 
Well, you do have a young offensive coordinator, right, who never called plays before, right. who's learning. And now he's going into his fourth year, and we sitting back waiting. We got to understand that this was all going through growing pains. You're just not going to find a young coordinator going into his first years ever winning a bunch of stuff. But go ahead, Coach. I'll I, I say this again, Bob. Why are we waiting for Kellen Moore right. to become the offensive coordinator and to grow up? There's a possibility he can lose the confidence in the guys that, and what I mean by confidence, right. he can lose the confidence in guys that say, can you use my ability to the best? And once you lose that confidence in players, that don't feel that you can best utilize their ability and that when you do something, you just doing this as fool's gold, you really doesn't don't mean it. Anything that you call is always going to be second-guessing of your philosophy Big and it's going to have a hard time doing anything right with that group of players. Right. Because you have just lost the room. Mm-hmm. And you go year in and year out and you have guys that leave or they don't feel like their ability or you have guys that could have been very much better ability-wise, and then they have to leave like IE, Tony Pollard, and go someplace maybe next year, and they're going to utilize their skill set even better, and you feel like you had wasted years in Dallas because they didn't use your skill set, i.e. Ezekiel Elliott, he leaves at 27 years old, and then he gets rejuvenated somewhere else and runs for 1,500 yards. Right. I.e. Mari Cooper, they leave and go to the Cleveland Browns, and now he gets targeted uh, – 130 times if he has an all-pro season, i.e. allow Collins, he goes someplace, and now they put him in a, a physical-style offense and he becomes an all-pro, then you start becoming very leery of the leadership and the direction that this team, is one, this, this coaching staff can put you in. Right. And once you lose that, we lose the confidence in guys, and then nothing works. The mm-hmm. reason why the Dallas the defense can get back on track in game situations is because it's a total confidence in that defense with all those players they got playing that Dan Quinn is going to utilize each one of them to their best abilities, and they trust him. Mm. You're spitting at us now, and 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 that's the right truth right there, <laughs> Coach. Man, it's, it is. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! But what else you got for the show before I let you go, Coach? Yeah. Yeah, man, but that's that's all I want, man. Please don't get just don't get down on on on, on CD Lamb. CD Lamb mm-hmm. is the number one receiver, but is he gonna be utilized mm-hmm. in the best way? And then are we gonna utilize Pollard like y'all showed yesterday? Because oh, yeah. Pollard can open up the field for CD Lamb as well as Ezekiel Elliott, because Pollard is gonna spread the field and open up room for those guys to do their work. Yeah, that's what they were trying to say yesterday. People in the final word. Yeah. Using Pollard is not always going to be him getting touchdowns, but the threat of him will open it up for room for those guys to do more work. Man, but just God. like having a three-point shooter on the floor to open up the, the space for your big man down low. Man, that's good stuff, man. Appreciate you, Coach. All right, man. Take care, man. Take care, good, call. good call from him, man. All right, so, um, hey, that's good points there. And from from uh, Coach Marv, man, as always good. Cowboy Nation, um, be sure to check out um, uh, more and more content that we will be presenting today uh, throughout the day. 
and information, maybe some smaller, shorter, condensed videos, too, for those who like the shorter clips. Uh, be sure to check out iTunes and as well as Amazon TV and the Roku devices and Spotify. I'm on multiple platforms there. Uh, and, and Cowboy Nation, look, the offseason is long for a reason, and right now we are right at the time when the competition will be visible to all, right? Not to a few, but to all. And I can't wait to see us all going over these films and clips, Cowboy Nation. But for those that are just watching right now, if you like what you heard today, be sure to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Do that for me. Do that for me as we grow. Man, I grow as I grow, you guys grow. So let's continue to hit that like button and share in this camera. But I come here to tell you guys, like my guy Marcus B says, too many hands are in the pot and will eventually mess up the flavoring, right? Stay focused. You know the difference between a basic light bulb and a laser? they both beams of light, but one is more concentrated. One is more focused. They said that laser, and it's just light, can cut through any surface on this planet. It's a concentrated beam of light. So I want these Dallas Cowboys players to be concentrated like that laser. Stay focused, stay rooted in and grounded got the holiday weekends that's tuning around and turning around stay out of trouble protect yourself at all costs you know also when you fly in the airplane before they take off they have the lady to tell you the flight attendant or the male flight attendant we don't want to be sexist right they say when the oxygen mask come out be sure to secure yourself first before attending to help someone else. Well, the Cowboys, be sure to help yourself out first before attending to help someone else. Focus in on your world before you try to help everyone else out on yours, on theirs. So be in the playbook now. Do your assessments. Understand what is necessary that's what I say. This world is in a terrible situation right now with the gun laws and everything. I propose a great plan. Yes, guns don't kill people. Stupid people with guns do. Same as with cars and vehicles. Some people say, I have a right to bear arms. Well, I have a right to drive my automobile, right? But with great power comes great responsibilities of what we've seen out of a movie called Spider-Man. And just because I have that right to drive my automobile, I have to get my license. I propose to the United States of America that they have to get their license before purchasing a gun, meaning that they went through 
the rudiments and the education part of having and operating said gun before they are eligible to pull said trigger. I would tell you guys that there will still be those who will illegally possess said gun. But in the family members of all out there that's mourning the loss of loved ones, they can't bring them back. And this is not a political statement. This is the truth. So, put y'all prayers together for this country and this world. Tell me not in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream, for a soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, and life is earnest, and the grave is not his goal. Dust thy art, to dust returneth, was not even spoken of the soul. In this world's of broad fields of battle and bivions of life, be not like a dumb driven cattle. But my friend, I tell you guys, be a hero in the strife. Lives of great men all remind us we can live our lives sublime and departing. Leave behind us footprints on the mighty sands of time. And when you're up against your struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, plant your feet and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall, you may conquer. See it through, Cowboy Nation and everyone that's listening. The black may be the clouds about you. It may be. Keep your head high, Cowboy Nation. Remember, the things that we are going through now is what other legends have meant. The Roger Starbuck, Troy Emmett, Drew Pearson, and many before and after. Keep your head high, eyes through the finish, see it through, Cowboy Nation. It's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Go Cowboys. Let's get up out of here. One love, baby. Much prayers. Let me see some blue hearts in the chat. Let's go. In the words of Darius, he got two loves. <laughs> Nowadays, nothing really is ice cream. Only one of me and nobody like me. So I'm ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey, y'all, I'm blinging. She ice. Freeze. Freeze. No photo. photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Please. No, no. No. Please. No photos. Hit the door and the dome and just whole team here. Money, so still young, but I move like a veteran. New deal to my lawyer. To Shout to all if it down in my management, Supporters, I'm just warming up a way to lie. Open the door and numbers one. Y'all know what happened? Do you know what happened? Do you know what happened? We got breaking news. We answered. I talked stuff. I thought we had it. 
but it goes to show you who's a better team, and I'm sticking Cowboys. <laughs> you're, you're crying. You're crying. I'm hurt. I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You're going to flap the hat one more time for the Eagles for the hard fight we did? <laughs> Let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly. Still Super Bowl chance for now. Hey, hey, hey. She said you going to still flap the hat one more time. <laughs> hey, man. Come on, man. Even the diehard Eagles fans. Y'all got to know. <laughs> flap the Eagles hat one more time. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all got to look. Even if. Come on. Now, 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 flame. Let's level. Let's level in East Captain. Let's level with me one time. That's that got to be funny. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, that got to be funny, man. Hey. Boy, my Cowboys better beat the Eagles this year. Cause I know y'all gonna try to come back over here, but I'm gonna keep the same energy though. I promise y'all I am. <laughs> yeah. Take a drink of my cigarette. Me out, oh my gosh, man. I knew I was gonna make somebody laugh. Let's go. Let's get up out of here, man. Come on. We have one love, baby. Unless you're Darius, you got two loves, man. But shout out to him, man. He's a good sport. He called in. We up out here. I hit the wrong button. That's why that thing jumped up there. But it's all good. Look how I played it off. Y'all see how I played it off? That's what you got to do. <laughs> Let's go. running back anyway I'm, I'm laughing I'm crying so much man I'm laughing over this me to flap the wings one more time let me see flap wings one more time <laughs> i would do that just for you <laughs> yeah. 
paper crane can fly Then Pirelli doesn't feel that far Fatality So far, so far Little paper crane can fly Then Pirelli doesn't feel that far So far, so far If a paper crane can fly Breaking news out of Cowboys camp. We tuning in to the sister station and all of a sudden we hear that there is an Eagle fan that want to talk one more time. We answered. I talked stuff. I thought we had it. But it goes to show you who's a better team. And I'm sticking Cowboys. I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You gonna flap the hat one more time for the Eagles for the hard fight they did? <laughs> She's ruthless. Fly. Eagles fly. Still Super Bowl chance for now. <laughs> She's so ruthless, baby. <laughs> She's ruthless, man. That got to be. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Let me leave y'all Eagles alone. I'm going to leave y'all alone. I promise y'all I ain't going to play no more Eagles stuff, man. I appreciate y'all. What love, man. <laughs> Boy, I love to get her autograph, man. She's ruthless. We up out, baby. We up out of here, man. <laughs> Of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to be. Who you're going to be. Who you're going to be.